Say what? Super heart squeeze. If you're listening to this, that makes me super excited because that means you have tuned in to the Bible Diggers podcast. I'm your host, Emily Dunham, and we're going to be sharing tools to help you dig into God's word to experience our crazy, amazing God. My hope and prayer is that by the end of this podcast, you will have already run off to grab your Bible, notebook, and pen and try these tools yourself. So let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Emily Dunham, your host for Bible Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're here today. I'm just really excited to be here and to be sharing some more because I feel like it's been a very long time, although it really hasn't, but I just feel like it's been a very long time that I've been able to um, join you on Bible Diggers and, and to talk about God's Word and to talk about some tools to use to get into His Word. I know last time Um, We read through Jeremiah chapter 4, and I just encouraged you to um, go there and use one of the tools that we've um, talked about in prior podcasts. And so I hope that you had an opportunity to do that and to dig at a few different things. Uh, And we want to discuss a little bit of Jeremiah chapter 4 today and uh, some things that I'm noticing. But wow, God's been doing some crazy, amazing things with Bible diggers lately. And my heart is just about to burst wide open in pure joy and excitement. This is actually week two of the virtual Bible digger classes that we are doing online, right? Virtual online for the first time ever. So super exciting. And we had such great turnout that we're having four classes a week. Um, Boy, not saying that that's the big deal. The big amazing, exciting deal is that that means with each class and those who are participating, they're getting in the word. And that's what squeezes my heart so much to know that these people, because in my mind, when somebody's getting in the word, they're going there to meet the Lord. Like they're going, we get in the pages of the scripture to build that relationship with the Lord God, right? Like one of the very first podcasts we talk about is when you read through the word, what does it teach you about who your God is? So he reveals himself in the pages of the scriptures. And that's so exciting for me because I also know that the word is truth and truth brings freedom. And the spirit is so good to counsel us and to teach us. And whew, I could just keep going. But um, we're in week two of those classes. And if you have not ever joined a Bible Diggers class, I just want to encourage you to watch at our website. Um, sometimes we'll just throw classes out there that will be offered. And if it's in your area, you know, you, you could join up and we'd love to have you be a part of that. Bible Diggers is in the midst of just continuing to stay on our knees with bowed hearts and just seeking the Lord and direction and what he would have us to do. And I'm um, just trying to step into those different things and woo-wee, exciting stuff. So I love, I love um, just being his child and saying, okay, Lord, here I am. Use me despite all the messy and the yuck. And, and I just want to be your vessel. So um, that's just so exciting. I encourage you to say that prayer this week. Go ahead and just, yeah, Lord, use me. I want to be your vessel. I want to be um, just a tool in your hand to be used for your glory. And that is such a joy. I mean, wow. 
no greater gift, really, than to be used by the King of Kings and to have that relationship with him. Beautiful. Okay, um, I could talk and talk and share and share for all the day long, but I won't. Let's pray, and then let's talk to Jeremiah chapter 4. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the beautiful opportunity to just sit here with my Bible-taking friends, opening your word, and learning more about who you are, and allowing that to squeeze our hearts, Lord, and, and to be transformed be transformed and have a renewed mind through the washing of your word. What a gift. What a gift. What a treasure you are, O oh Lord. And I thank you for um, for loving us. So I pray for this time in this podcast that you uh, would use me. Lord, I just want, I want to be your mouthpiece. I want to be your vessel. Um, there's nothing greater. And serving you is a high calling and it is a true honor. So we pray that our mindset would be um, excited to be your servant, to be excited to be used by the great King of Kings, to be excited to be your hands and feet. And, but more, uh, more even so, I pray that our hearts would, would desire to meet with you, would crave this time with you, would arise even earlier than our alarm is set just to meet with you. So thank you for this time. May it be an encouragement um, and speak truth, Lord, and grace through me. Wrap my tongue. You be glorified, Jesus. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, I realized it has been a while from the time I just prayed in regards to Jeremiah 4 and what we're going to start digging in. It's been about two weeks because now I have just finished, we have just completed as of last night, the fourth week of a four-week virtual online class with Bible Diggers. Um, so, whoa, I did not expect that much time to pass as I was focusing on those classes. But here we are. I want to continue with you all uh, with these Bible Digger podcasts and just take a look again at Jeremiah 4 and things that I've discovered uh, <clears throat> by using the cross-referencing tool and the scribing tool and draw what you read tool. So this is kind of crazy cool and also just by reading other scripture not planning to do any cross-referencing but the power of the holy spirit when it says that you know the helper the counselor will remind you and teach you all that i've taught you that's what the that's what jesus said to his disciples and that's just uh feel i i believe that you know that's real the holy spirit does counsel us and he does remind us of things that um, we have seen in the word of things. So spending time with Jesus in the word is, I'm going to say critical, like, or not, I don't, just so important. I'm going to say so important. And the Holy Spirit is so good to help us recall things. And that kind of happened with the Jeremiah four. And as I was doing the virtual classes, we were focusing on Matthew. So to find some treasures that connected was so fun. Um, so we uh, we read through Jeremiah 4 the last time, and what stood out to me, like one of the catapult verses, was verse 3. It says, For thus says the Lord, so this is Jeremiah 4, verse 3, in the New American Standard Bible. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and to Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among thorns. Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among thorns. Now, um... If you have farm fields by you, 
you know that uh, they usually need to come through with the disc to just churn up the soil, right? So there's not that hard crust layer on top for the season that went by after the last crop. So he's like, break up that hardness on the, that topsoil so that we can get into the good stuff. Um, wow, what a beautiful picture. Sometimes uh, when we lay stagnant, I don't even know if that's truly possible, but when we're not pursuing the Lord, that's what I should say. When we're not pursuing the Lord in even just a season, we can, be, we can receive that, um, that hard, crusty layer on our heart. And the Lord's like, break up the fallow ground. Break up that hard ground right there, that top crusty layer, and do not sow among thorns. So what caught me was the do not sow among thorns. And the word thorns, I made that connection in my head without doing the cross-referencing. So I don't even think I made that. I think the Spirit was like, hey, remember you've read this before? Um, The thorns. And scooting to Matthew 13. Matthew chapter 13 is the parable, well, many parables. Oh my goodness, you guys, if you get the chance to read Matthew 13, ah, so good. So, so good. But um, I, I thought I had it just marked in my Bible really quick. So let me turn here. Matthew 13 is the parable of the sower. And it talks about those different soils, right? And there's the portion of the the thorns. Like, do not let the seed fall among the thorns. So we read it in Jeremiah. He's like, don't sow among thorns. And I just want to read Matthew 13 then, where it's talking about the parable itself and then the parable explained, okay? So Matthew 13, verse 1. If you have your Bible, go along. um, Go there with me, okay? This is from the CSB that I'm reading from. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. I just love that picture in the first place. I know that's not what we're talking about today, but just my Savior sitting by the sea. Oh, I just love that. I'd love to go sit there with him. (laughs) I love that. Such large crowds gathered around him, and he got into a boat and sat down while the whole crowd stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, Consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it didn't have much soil, and it grew up quickly since the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it. Still other seed fell on good ground and produced fruit, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times what was sown. Let anyone who has ears hear. So scoot with me then to verse 18, where he begins to explain the parable. So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path and the the one sown on the rocky ground. This is the one who hears the word. Oh, I'm going to reread that. Sorry about that if that confused any listeners who who don't have a Bible in front of them. Okay, verse 18. So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rocky ground, 
This is one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. But he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on the good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty times what was sown. So when you go back to Jeremiah 4, and it says, break up the fallow ground and do not sow among thorns. My, the connection, I'm like, what are the thorns? Like, how do you not sow among thorns? So once you've broken up that fallow ground, and I think the way to break up that fallow ground is to, you know, when he calls us to turn and repent, like repent for the things that, um, that are taking place for him, things we desire over him, things that are in the way of a relationship with him, things that idols that set themselves up in front of, uh, what is to be our relationship with him. So, I mean, in, in front of him where we're supposed to just have that direct relationship with him. So things that, yeah, things we worship that are not the Lord God. So, but the thorn specifically, he's like, break up the fellow ground. So repent and don't sow among thorns. So it's almost like, I almost want to do a little flip. Like don't sow among the thorns, break up that fallow ground. Um, so a way to say, I mean, so then what I want to do is just examine what are the thorns and here in the Matthew right? What does it say? The thorns, when the seeds that fell among the thorns, this is verse 22. Now the one sown among the thorns, this one hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. The worries of this age, what are things that you're worried about in regards to today? And what are, you know, what are your goals to attain the wealth or things or maybe your wealth comes in status, uh, your wealth comes in popularity, like there's the financial wealth, and then there's the, the wealth, I think, of accumulating things, there's the wealth of um, your status, maybe, you know, what is that? What does that look like? And the, um, the cares of this world, what are things in this world that you're so consumed with? And the Lord is just saying, please, you're going to be in my word when the the word you're reading the word if you are worried about all these things it's going to choke out what i'm trying to tell you so repent of those things repent of the thorns um and get rid of them so it can break up the the crustiness layer of our hearts that's what i'm seeing with this cross reference from this verse and and there's so much more, I'm sure, that I'm not totally gleaning yet or, or understanding. But for now, for now, what I see when we looked at Jeremiah 4 and doing some cross-referencing with Matthew and the thorns, and then even looking into, you know, what does God tell us not to worry about and how he's going to take care of us, right? That's in another parable in Matthew. Um, do not worry. Uh, consider the birds, like I take care of them and look at the lilies of the field. Like they're dressed in more splendor than Solomon was. Um, so don't be concerned with the cares of this world. Like I will take care of you. You concern yourself with me, right? Man, 
We align our lives with him and he just takes care of the rest. I'm not saying you just sit and read the word all day long. I'm not saying that, right? You can you read the word, you meet with him, you meditate on it throughout the day as he uses you. I talk we talk about that. Like Lord, just um may I be your hands and feet. So I'm gonna read the truth, know the truth. The spirit resides in me because I'm a child of God. Now accomplish accomplish what you may in me for your glory, not for Emily's sake, not for Bible diggers' sake, but for the namesake of Jesus Christ and for your kingdom, right? Those things. So what, so what I did is I'm asking myself and I will continue to lay before the Lord, you know, oh Lord, I don't want a crusty layer on my heart. Um, what thorns am I sowing among? What, what thorns are in my life right now while I'm trying to meet with you? Reveal those to me. And, and Lord, forgive me for those thorns and I really want to repent. I want to turn from them. I no longer want to worry about paying this medical bill, right? I no longer want to worry about how I'm going to purchase my son's shoes um, for the school year, if we even go to school. But anyways, but, um, you know, as he's growing. Or um, I don't want to worry about health right now with all the crazy COVID stuff. But I want to pray rather instead of worry about these things. Pray about them. Remind yourself of what you learned in the word of who your God is. God, you are the God who provides. And I see that in the wilderness when you were with your people. Their clothes never wore out. You are going to take care of your children. Your word says so. Help me to live believing and knowing that in all humility. Um, as a child, I'm still, in, I'm still in need of coming to you and asking for these things. But with the understanding, with the humility, understanding of my, the sovereignty of my God, and he knows, and he's going to take care of, but he delights in his children when they come to him. Oh my goodness, so, so good. Um, I know it wasn't necessarily a tool, but just to talk the scriptures is so, bah, I get so excited and so thankful for, he's just the real deal, you know? I just want to continue to meet with him. I hope I'm encouraging you. I hope you're encouraged just through this this podcast. And I know it wasn't necessarily a tool, but just seeing how God's word is intertwined. And it and he, like, there's just no other book like this. It's so fascinating. Um, Know that I'm praying for you, you Bible digger friends. Uh, I'm so thankful. Thank you for listening to these podcasts. I will continue on. Like when I, when I learned that you're listening to and that you're, um, getting in the word that just, like I said earlier, that is just a huge heart squeeze. Like we are, we are to encourage one another and build each other up. And so I want to say to you, keep on keeping on, like keep pressing in and press on, press into the heart of the Lord and press on, like keep walking in the spirit. Um, keep digging. Um, we, we want to be able to finish this race, right? Where Paul says, I've fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. Keep on and trust that you're God, that he is God. Alrighty. With that, I'm just going to say, Lord, thank you for the sweet time. Thank you for these sweet friends, Bible digger podcast listeners. I'm so encouraged and I pray that they are. Your your word is um, just honey, right? So sweet, so good, so enlightening. Um, Lord, may we know you more. Mm, you are good. You are faithful. You are true. 
I pray for a healing over our nation. Pray for healing over our world. Lord, awaken the church. Awaken, open our eyes to see you. Because when we see you and we see your love and your grace and all of who you are, that you are truth, that you are just, that you are mercy, wow, there's nothing better. Help us to be your ambassadors in that. In Jesus' holy, amazing, awesome name, amen. Hi, I just want to thank you so much for listening today. I'm hoping and praying that you've grabbed your Bible, your pen, and your notebook and have already begun to dig into God's crazy, amazing word. If you would like more encouraging content, you can find Bible Diggers at BibleDiggers.org. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, again, at Bible Diggers. I look forward to sharing more Bible digging tools with you and his crazy, amazing word. Until then, be encouraged and press on.